welcome to the aid station i'm chris robb and today i'm really excited to be catching up with someone who's become a good friend since we met at the world athletics uh, running conference in china a couple of years ago we're joined today by ashish bushan who's the founder and ceo of chapter three technologies he's joining us from mumbai in india ashish always wonderful to see you thanks for making the time Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me here. It's always great uh, interacting with you in all such sessions. So thank you. Yeah, look, really excited to, to have the opportunity to chat to you. Obviously, I know a lot about you, but I'm sure the, the audience is going to find your journey amazing and, and, and truly inspirational in terms of, you know, the, the kind of pivot that you've made, particularly in recent years to bring uh, an amazing concept to the market. But why don't we start? Uh, why don't we start by hearing a little bit of your background, please? Yeah, sure. So, so like you said, Chris, I'm based in Mumbai. Um, uh, I was born in Delhi, in this in New Delhi, but I was told I was about 40 days old when my parents got me to Bombay. So I've ever since been in this city, and uh, you know, grew up in a North Indian uh, uh, household. My dad. Uh, was always a marketing professional. And that's where some of my early inspiration in my career came from, uh, marketing, advertising, and so on. Um, and, um, you know, with that, uh, during my college days, I was in colleges in Mumbai, uh, done my post-graduation here. I was always sort of, you know, thanks to my dad's background, involved in events, various sporting events, fashion shows, all sorts of things, you know, as a young kid in my undergrad program. Uh, and then that really became the reason for me to step out and start my career in advertising. So I started off with agencies like Leo Burnett and then with J. Walter Thompson. So that was really the initial part of my career, client servicing, media planning. Of course, it used to be very different in those years but it was a good sort of foundation setting. I believe advertising is a great way to begin your career. It sort of give, does the grill for you that is needed in later on years. Uh, and then post that I moved on to Accenture. I was with Accenture for many years, um, handling India, Middle East. I was involved in Africa, did a lot of work in Europe. And that's where I think, you know, it was a good exposure for a advertising executive to get sort of some global uh, global exposure, global play, and Accenture was a fantastic organization. I think, you know, can't thank them enough. And then for uh, almost 10 years, I was with the Times of India group, which is the largest media house in the country. In fact, it has the world's largest English uh, newspaper called the Times of India, the second largest read business newspaper called the Economic Times and so on. And, um, you know, the last three years in Times of India, I was with Brand Capital, where I saw so many entrepreneurs. And I said, you know, if others can do it, maybe I want to also jump out. And that's how, you know, Chapter 3, my current organization was created about six years ago. So that's just a little bit of background for me. Wow, what, what a great story. And, and, and it's amazing how I discover new things. Never realized, you know, that statistic about the Times of India in terms of its its readership, which I guess if you think about it, makes perfect sense with a, a massive population like India has. Um, and and you know, you've been involved, obviously, in the industry in terms of working on the Tata Mumbai Marathon as well. So, uh, you know, an amazing event. And we caught up there 
back in 2019, which is the last time that the event has, was run. Um, and, and then, you know, for obvious reasons, we had this big pause. How's things in India now? You know, there's, there's events starting to come back, but what's life like generally and what's keeping you busy at the moment? Yeah, so Chris, Tata Mumbai Marathon also happened in 2020. So in January uh, is when uh, it happened. And then, of course, the pandemic sort of, you know, came in around March. Uh, so it's been great, right? I mean, I have been associated uh, for a few years with ProCam and clearly with the Tata Mumbai Marathon, the Delhi Half Marathon, the TCS World 10K Bengaluru, as well as the Tata Steel 25K in Kolkata, I think ProCam is a pioneer in the space of distance running in India. And it was great for me to sort of, you know, get that firsthand exposure uh, of seeing such large, uh, you know, events bringing sort of different communities together. Uh, things uh, have been tough, of course, that's true globally and therefore India is no different. Um, they have been difficult in the last uh, two years. Uh, that said, you, you know, slowly things are looking up. Uh, so ProCam uh, hosted the TCS World 10K in Bengaluru last Sunday, in fact, just two days ago. Uh, and that is in many ways a restart of, you know, the running sort of events of this nature. Uh, clearly, as we go towards the end of the year, all the other big, bigger events will also be back. Uh, maybe some formats will change. Maybe the industry will come back in a slightly, you know, different sort of structure, uh, the way they create these events and deliver these events. So I think it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, moment where the industry is learning a lot and it will have to think of, you know, new business models, new way to retain and grow their customer base and so on. So that's as far as the events in India is concerned. I have been, um, you know, for the last uh, year, particularly uh, completely focused on uh, ActHive, which is a social well-being platform that uh, something that I was very keen to do for many years. And that's something I put into motion, you know, last year. Um, and that's really something that I'm completely busy with right now. Yeah, it's, it sounds amazing. Tell us a little bit about ActHive. It looks to me like it's something that's going to create some some real ripples in, in the industry and, and a great platform for communities and health and well-being. Just a you know, couple of minutes on ActHive. Yeah, so, you, you know, uh, uh, Chris, this started, uh, the, the seed of this idea came in many years ago during my, um, you know, early part of the entrepreneurial journey where I had hosted uh, an event or a series of events called as Run for Your Campus. And uh, that's where, in many ways, I think the, the journey started where um, the idea was to really work along with educational institutions, particularly the large ones, you know, like the Indian Institute of Technology, Indian Institute of Management and so on, and then use their campus infrastructure to be able to create, you know, running events, bring alumni, students, you know, the industry at large, et cetera. So while I think it was a good idea, uh, but it was sort of uh, anchored in a lot of commercial constraints, uh, given the physical event nature of uh, what I was trying to achieve then. So I pretty much parked it at that point saying, maybe the need is there, but uh, when I'm able to do a technology and a digital first approach, I will come back to this. That was one, of course, along the way then I took to running myself, something I thought I could never do. And when in my first half marathon, I did a sub two, I think that felt really good. Uh, and somewhere I saw how running has been a, a social event. And my own observation and view has been that if we take a technology first approach to creating a social well-being platform, 
which is what ActHive is, where people are able to come in and create, you know, community fitness events for various stakeholders for their, theirs, right? So it could be organizations doing it for their employees, educational institutions doing it for their alumni, NGOs doing it for fundraising purposes and so on. So that's really been the journey of ActHive, uh, where it started. And, 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 I, and I'm glad that, you know, I took that path because I'm, it is early days, but, you know, we are seeing uh, good initial traction. So that's been encouraging. Wonderful, yeah, so much validation. And, and you, know, you, you were talking to me in a, in a call a few weeks ago and, and, and it was a real kind of aha, which you've obviously had, is that we're all parts of all these different cohorts. You've touched on one of them. We're an alumni of a university, of a school. You know, you're an alumni in your case of Times of India and Accenture and what a great opportunity potentially in a, in a running or a walking sense to bring these communities together to promote interaction and health and well-being. As this industry that is going through challenging times evolves, I, I, my sense is that the kind of thing you're creating is going to have a huge role. And, and obviously, it's challenging times for the industry right now in many parts of the world. And as you've gone on this entrepreneurial journey, Ashish, I'm sure there's been plenty of challenges. I'd love you just to share with us a few of what those biggest challenges might have been and, and any tips you might have for, for how you've overcome them. Yeah, so uh, I think clearly there have been challenges and, uh, you know, I feel one of the biggest challenges has been to pretty much sort of, you know, upgrade and update my own line of thinking, right, in terms of taking a technology and a digital first approach. Of course, I've been in advertising, marketing, content and so on. Uh, but as this idea sort of, you know, started to take shape, um, I was very clear that I needed to have a steep learning curve in terms of understanding what the technology game is, how is that played. It's a completely different and a very exciting world. Uh, so that has been something, you know, of a challenge for me personally to be able to, you know, keep pace with with all of it. Other than that, uh, I think the uh, I, I I wouldn't call it a challenge, but really the challenge come opportunity is in translating your vision into a product. You know, it's, it's good to sort of have a long-term vision, but when the product gets built, that's when the true test, you know, happens. And that happens based on so much input and feedback from people, customers, users, um, and so on. So it's navigating through all of those things to ultimately give your vision a shape of a product is what I think is a very exciting challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and I'm sure that's kind of gone on a windy journey as you've got different pizza pieces of feedback. And, and, and sometimes the challenge in those situations is, you, you know, if you take on every bit of feedback, you end up tying yourself in knots. So, you know, any tips of how you've been able to say, okay, you know, this is all the feedback I've gathered. How do I stay kind of true to the to the core and the purpose here? Yeah, so I think, the you know, uh, we've been very clear that this is a community first approach to fitness, to wellness, right? Uh, obviously, there are so many large players out there um, that are in the individual performance space, you know, your distance, your time, your calories, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they do a fantastic job of it. Uh, clearly, that's not the space where I was keen to go uh, with ActHive. And that is where a large part of the effort for me is to you know, almost be very disciplined about the community first nature of what we are trying to build here. There are temptations to, 
add features which take you away from that, but you know, because it's a good thing to do. But I think um, you know, it's always about just you know staying on the path and actually delivering what the differentiation and the positioning is. I, I have to admit it's not easy uh, to, to sort of deal with those temptations, but you know, that's part of the game, right? No, absolutely. And I guess that that's a kind of a nice segue into into what I always like to speak about as part of the aid station. And that's leadership as you know, you know le leaders, leaders have to kind of get this balance of listening to feedback, but also being true to their their beliefs and, and, and their understanding of a particular situation. I'd love you just to talk about leadership general generally, you know, any principles that you apply, you've clearly been a leader in, in many different spheres in your corporate sphere. And, and now, obviously, as, a, as an entrepreneur, taking a leadership approach to, to health and well being, what are some of the principles and any any tips you give people that are, you know, kind of on, on the early stages of a leadership journey or far down the track even? Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, this is just, I'm also learning about leadership. So um, this is just my experience I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. Um, but I, you know, one of the situations I've always found myself in, and I have to say that I can't take credit for it, is always being in a place where one has to create something ground up. Uh, in hindsight, when I look back at my career, you know, and to be honest, not all of it was engineered by me. It just happened that way. Um, but I find myself, whether it's a large organization that I've been part of or my own entrepreneurial journey, it's really about creation, creating something ground up. Uh, so I think from a, that is one of my own learnings that if you are trying to sort of, you know, go down a path where you've got ideas, you've got, you know, vision, you know, you, you're making efforts in that direction, then clearly uh, having a, a plan to make that happen is, is what's important. Uh, I, I think that's something I have learned from, you know, many other people who in front of me have created something out of thin air and they've made sustainable businesses out of it. I've been very inspired by them. And I think that's one very important aspect of leadership in my view. Yeah, and, and, and I guess you, you talk about, thank you for sharing that, you talk about being inspired by others. So the role of mentors there, my sense is that you you have a number of mentors that support you. Can you can you maybe talk briefly about that mentorship space? Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, I have, uh, again, been very lucky to have worked with some of the industry leaders, um, whether it was my days in Accenture, uh, or the Times of India, or even with ProCam, you know, clearly uh, the, the brothers, Anil Singh, Vivek Singh, you know, they are thought leaders in, in their own space. And, and, and I think the, uh, you, you know, I think we all need uh, mentorship at different points of time in our lives, right? Um, and it's, it's really people who can contribute to, to, to where you are, at what stage of, uh, you know, the journey you're in, so that's been, you know, very exciting. And again, these people have been, they've come at the right time in my life. So I'm very grateful for them. Wonderful. It seems to me like there's been so much amazing synchronicity in your life. And often I think you put things out and it's amazing how, how often they come to you. And uh, you've inspired a lot of people and will continue. And always on the aid station, I, 
I love to talk about something inspirational. Have you got an inspirational story you'd like to share to round things off, please, Ashish? Yeah, Chris, uh, you know, uh, I used to work with uh, uh, one of the leaders in the Times of India group, uh, Dr. Bhaskar Das, uh, my earlier boss. And, uh, you know, he would, he would be the one who, despite it being a very, very large organization, how he was able to, you know, spot individuals who have, you know, great ideas and support them all the way. It's not always easy in a large organization to actually, you know, let people pursue their ideas because there are so many templates and frameworks. But I think an inspirational story of his is really about how do you spot talent? How do you spot the right ideas? How do you give them the room to sort of, you know, get a life of its own and support it till they become sustainable, scalable, viable businesses? So that's, uh, that's something that always stands out for me. So he, he's inspired those people within the organization who've gone on to be entrepreneurs, because you mentioned that when we were talking about Times of India, that you had this opportunity to see so, so many entrepreneurial journeys around you and start out. And, uh, and there you are. What a, what a great way to kind of wrap that up, that you've now ended up being one of those inspirational entrepreneurs that is, is going to inspire and impact the lives of many others. Ashish, always wonderful to catch up with you. Wish you all the, the very best with Active and the other projects that you're working on. And certainly, I know our paths are going to continue to cross. A pleasure. Thank you once again for having me here, Chris. Thanks, Ashish. <laughs>